The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on the IRLoneStar.com. Born to be kings where the princes are the universe. Here we belong. All right. Good morning, everybody. It is Dick and Skipping the Mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio at IRLoneStar.com. We're wide here in the Conroe area at Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course on our Facebook channel live video at Facebook.com slash Dick and Skippy slash live. Uh, feel free to hang out with us there, comment, all that kind of good stuff. We also have a text call number 936-228-9368. Today's show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, small business office cleaning in the Montgomery County area from one time to scheduled cleanings. Give them a call at 832-689-7996 or visit them online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com. And then C3, creative content creations, video, social media, writing. If it's creative and tangible, they do it. C3, thewoodlands.com. Heck, I'd hire them. So, yeah, that's actually Sean. So if you want to hire Sean to give him a hard time and then not pay him, he loves those kind of clients. I, I, I do. I love them. Clients. They're everywhere. But we're hanging out. We do have a special guest today, guys. Uh, we have a member or I guess a, a person from the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce coming in. We're going to have Ashley Allwood uh, in the studio. We're going to be talking about this year's Taste Fest, which is an annual event they put on, inviting the public out to uh, try out different Restaurants who are participating, but this year's a little different due to coronavirus. They're going to be doing a takeout, so we're going to learn all about their different uh, version of Taste Fest for 2020 from the Connor Lake Connor Chamber of Commerce. So that'll be coming up around 10 o'clock. Until then, it's just us chit chatting and doing stuff like that. So feel free to join us on Facebook and live comment, and we'll read it. Or Sean will. I will not. I will do my best. Uh, all right. Shout out to Brett, who's already tuned in. Thank you, Brett. Brett will be here on Wednesday. And I look forward to that. And then we, yeah. have, we also have a show on Friday with Jason, uh, Jason Own, previously from Bean Punk. And uh, yeah, so we're trying to get him on before they leave for the California. Right. And yeah, they're going bye bye. Yeah. So we're going to get him in the studio. Uh, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. So moving on. Moving on. I want to let you know that if you're listening to us live up here, the weather is kind of funky. It's 72 right now. It's going to get up to 85, low to 968, and rain kind of. Projected to be on and off all throughout the day. Okay, fair enough. I mean, uh, it was an interesting weekend. Did <laughs> you have a good weekend? <laughs> I had a good weekend, but yesterday afternoon I had an epiphany that I am of the age and have gone through enough life experiences and paid enough dues that I really am allowed to metaphorically yell at the kids to get off my lawn. 
in that, you know, I've seen a lot of postings going on um, supporting things that I think a rational person wouldn't support. I mean, on both ends of this equation that are going on. And yesterday I decided to start calling people out on it. And, uh, you know, we'll see. I just. Oh, so you're becoming one of those agitators they're calling it. Online well, agitators. I did play John Adams one, Can't so I do was. have no not not trolling and not stuff, but uh, uh, well, like yesterday, I had a family member equating the looting that was going on and saying what real looting is is Jeff Bezos getting all this money, and I'm like, no, the looting. Uh, you know, I hauled out the articles of the no, Geneva Convention. Real looting is is well, I, I, guess a free I hauled TV. out the laws and said no, this is looting. <laughs> you know, by definition. And what Beto did, while maybe morally wrong, is legal, so there's a difference. And then I got back, well, I'll tell you what else is a war, because it's, it's, you know, looting is a war crime during war, according to the Geneva Convention. It's to stop soldiers from doing what, you know, the British did to us and, and what Germany we did, did in to Viet- everybody else. Or that we did in Vietnam. Again, it goes all the way around. And she said, what else is a war crime is uh, tear gas. And I'm, so I got the laws, and I said, no, it's... It's a war crime. I don't want to hear about your fights online. Well, no, it's not a fight. But just going on the next topic, next topic, and 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 trying to point out kind of anti-agitating. It's like keep your eye well, on the you, ball. You know what's crazy to me about the protests slash riots is do you, we were talking about social media with Jay Stillberg. Do you think that had a huge impact on people's Perception, Absolutely. And I want to give a shout-out to Nick, who's just uh, tuned in. Because morning, I, I couldn't really understand. Like, I know we had a protest in Conroe, which is, was a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. It didn't, and I want, to, I want to address that in a moment. Yeah, and then, then Houston had some issues over the weekend. And I'm thinking, like, do they? Do you think it's just social media? Because when the, like, for example, when L.A. had its riots, or if there's a listener who was around for, like, one of the bigger riots Several years ago, well, the, before the, social media, the Rodney King riots. Rodney King riots was was that spread out throughout the country, or was it not to this extent? This right now, I firmly believe, is the powder keg that social distancing and forced lockdown yeah. has bred. That it's a perfect storm, and you know, I got to say, somewhat flippantly, that if COVID positive COVID cases don't go up by a factor of ten. You, you know, by a thousandfold in the next two weeks, there's some going to be some splaining to do because just last week we were told, oh, two, you know, don't open this church door, don't open this door because you know we will all die. Um, yeah, well, that's again, it's so it's so funny to see the circumstances we face and then the decisions we make aren't the same decisions as we made yesterday because you think the first thing they would do, especially during this Corona time, we're right there at the cusp. Of opening up, everyone's. Oh, that's what's that's what's killing me. And for those who have been like supporting you know, or justifying looting, the burning down of businesses. Well, they have insurance. I haven't open seen up. any of that. Oh, I have. In fact, I got into it with several people yesterday. And there, there's a a wonderful video, and I say wonderful, it's probably the wrong word, of a small business owner who happens to be African American, who they burned down, they they looted his his business, stole everything, and burned it down, and he's screaming at them. Why? What did I do to you? You know, I yeah. was just about to reopen. I was just about to get my life back. Why did you steal my computer? Why did you burn this down? And I just want to have that on my phone and play it to anyone who says, well, you know, <clears throat> business owners kind of deserve it or they can rebuild. You know, we have a restaurant that they were literally about to reopen, and they're, and they're like, the insurance we have on it is going to pay for repentance plus 
it's burned down. We now we can't open up for several more months. And I, I have a personal feeling about looters. And one of the things I posted yesterday is, you know, pro. I love protesting. I love protesters. Uh, that's one of the things that makes this country awesome. I don't know. Rioters. Like there's better things to do. Rioters. Time. Not so much. And I can be as disgusted at a rioter's action as I am as the actions that caused the riot to begin with. I think what happened and uh, with those cops is is horrendous. We've already talked and, about Inexcusable, that. right? But I'm equally offended at the this re- looting and well the rioting well, just that may it, or may not be I just found it interesting that certain cities like I think there was even some issues up in Vancouver uh British Columbia and I'm thinking what does that have to do well it's and again yeah. it's a perfect storm this is but a that, lot of a, people that's a separate country yeah well and that's okay uh, you know it can happen in Europe that we can if there's a perceived injustice it should go global it okay. should you know this is not well, I'm talking problem. like the looting stuff like the, I, again, like well, that's the, so I was like, man, well, I, it's just strange to me that that well, the daytime protests people. are pretty okay. It's once night falls and the the yahoos come out, and I don't care if they're the secret network of policemen that someone's trying to convince me of yesterday that cops started all the riots uh, against all common sense and logic, or or that there's a. Antifa or there's white supremacists or this and that. I don't care because I could have a group of idiots, white supremacists, KKK wearing, you know, hood wearing stuff, throw bricks through a window. It's up to everyone else to determine where to go yeah. from there. But I mean, there's, it, it makes sense to me. Yeah, well, you can throw common sense logic out the window. Yeah, there, here's there's emotion, and we, well, we like, kind of touched on know, this the other day. You know this George Floyd guy, he's from Houston, so they're going to be burying him here. Yeah. So I can kind of see the the like Houston having something mm-hmm. because he has direct roots. I think he was on a rap album and stuff like that from DJ Screw, which is local. Uh, you know, and that kind of stuff is really cool in the sense of like well, that's how the connection works. But it, I th- I think it's kind of a weird way to look at all the different protests around the country in certain in certain communities that are okay. Like they probably, like I'll be, I could, my buddy who lives in Portland, he's laughing. He's like, man, Portland's one of the most liberal places. Well, that's where riot, the last he's like, riot. He's like, he's in downtown. He's like, right. yeah, it didn't make any sense. Like, we're like one of the most liberal places and everyone here, like there wasn't any issue. There's never any issues. They let everyone peacefully protest all the time to the point of, craziness mm-hmm. and then so uh, he's like i don't get why they just hooting <laughs> this time but it, it, again it's a powder keg and uh yeah i'm speaking kind of generalization when i say that you know it, they're generally peaceful at, at daytime yeah there's been some incidents gone down during daytime i'm not saying it magically at seven o'clock you know the monsters come out but just generally um well this kind of goes back to my past comments in the last two two or three weeks where it's like boots on the ground we got humvees everywhere but that's and the thing. We're People have like, basically said that we're declaring war on the cops. Now, you don't do that. You don't declare war against a superior power. And, I mean, when I say they superior, I mean someone who's better armed and better trained than you are. So, Because when they respond, you, you can't be shocked at, wait, they're using rubber bullets on me. They're using tear yeah. gas. You don't declare war, which is effectively what's happened, and not expect for there to be a response in kind. Now, yes, there have been some law enforcement out there have been doing idiotic things. And last night I had a friend uh, kind of text me on the side because, like, I, I... On the side? You got a side phone? I got, I got a side, side thing. Well, it was a private thing, he said, because I don't want it to be a thing, but he pointed out 
<clears throat> just because there's a you know a small amount of looters doesn't mean they're all bad. And I'm like, but the, this whole purpose is that there's a small amount of cops who are now being told are all bad. And yeah, and there's no logic to everything that's going yes, on. Yes, so you really cannot have it have it both ways. I'm going to give a shout out to Angie who just tuned in also. So I'm interested to see how it all comes out because I know Houston. We were talking with Jay on Friday about you know the the different cities and especially different states handle their crowd control a little differently. I know Houston's always been, from what I understood, a pretty good about controlling routes and being able to yeah. police these kind of things. Yep. And but uh, I think they lost a couple cop cars and which yep. we're gonna pay for. So yep. I mean. I, Sooner or later, these riots will go away, and the target will be rebuilt, and just there's gonna be an awkward well, moment. Well, when I think the target is the the thing in the media where people are looking at it, like your friend on the Facebook, going like, "Oh, Jeff Bezos," you know, like target doesn't really matter to the community. Like they're big, they'll rebuild. They'll rebuild. Yeah, you're absolutely and, right. But there, here's the thing with that guy. The video I was talking about, the guy calling out the others. He knows by face those people were the ones who were breaking. So he's asking them. It's not a rhetorical. Why are you guys rioting? He's, why did you steal my computer? Why did you burn my yeah. thing down? S- sooner or later, this will, I don't want to say go away. Y- you know, change will be affected. There will be a resolution. We can't maintain this. Well, I hope with through social media, we get more of the stories and truth of the people. Because with I always feel with the larger news corporations, they stick with something, and they, they that's what they're putting on the Well, this billboard. is this month's... And what's going to kill you? Like, when coronavirus wasn't working, and now this is this. It's, yeah, this was a grave injustice, but the media is making it sound like we're just we're slaughtering. Like the Houston Police Department guy, Chief, was saying that a lot, a, a lot of people here aren't even from here. Well, yeah, you got the professional, like, you got the pallets well, of bricks pre-delivered, you got T-shirts if already made If somebody said up. that, I'd be like, where's the proof in that then? That's a, that's a pretty big statement. I've seen the photos. And, and so that's what I'd be interested and, and to And now see. here's the thing. I saw some, this morning one of the headlines I was greeted with on Facebook that someone posted was that five Dallas cops had been killed, 12 injured with a sniper. And my instant response was outrage. And it was like, why is this not on a news alert? And I looked through it. This was a four-year-old story. This person. That happened a long time who, ago. Yeah, but posted out of context. And this is a conservative who did it. And it's, so both sides are very good at riling up the other side. And, and I had to. I, Responded going, why is this up there with no context? It make it, it's purposely making it sound like it's the it's happening now. So as, as I pointed to my, my friend who texted me last night, there are idiots on both sides. Because he said he had a response to me, but he didn't want to make it public because he didn't want to make it a thing. I'm like, please make it public. The whole point is to be able to talk about yeah. it. Yes, there are idiots on both sides. we got law enforcement shooting indiscriminately rubber bullets or tear gassing or macing because or, they're on edge. And... Once again, like I was saying the other day, there is no one person to point at, especially right now. But, and that's what's killing me about the looting is well, that everyone was together on this. No one was saying, no one well, of, probably, of import. My favorite one was that you said, what was the chief's name? Acevedo. He's over here hugging people. Yeah. and they're doing, I'm like, I, it's so, like, again, it's one of those unique circumstances where. You think that the first response from the local community, like, authority would be like, hey, guys, the coronavirus is still going on. 
So you guys need to... Well, I did stop. There's a photo of him with his mask on and his arm around a woman walking next to him, and she doesn't have a mask on. And I did stop myself from pointing that she'd be fined $1,000, according to... Well, that's what I know, but I'm just saying it's kind of funny that that wasn't used as an excuse for a curfew or something, because it's like, hey, we're right there. This is not... I mean, we, we know the first thing people do when they see something like this is to go on the streets and hold signs up. Mm-hmm. But this isn't like the I mean, I, I think it's funny that people say, hey, you need to stay home and we need to be safe. But then when our feelings get involved, no matter what, I mean, it's a horrible thing to happen. But I mean, you're going to you're going to justify oh, I'm going to go out in the street and do all this stuff now because of this. The, and this. of course, it's, it's incredibly self-destructive that. You've heard me say time and time again, the wrong arguments being pursued stick to, you know, and I've noticed when I was started calling people out yesterday, especially this family member whom I love very much. And I've had her back for 25 years and it's going on to the next time. Well, now it's uh, tear gas is a war crime. I'm like, oh, I thought we were talking about Jeff Bezos two seconds ago, but okay, I'll talk about this. And then it went on to something else. And then I was, well, did you go out to the Conroe uh, protest? I did not, but I would have. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm all for protest. I thought you were all about keeping safe from Corona. <laughs> I, I wear my mask when I'm so. around people who might be at high risk. Yeah, but I, again, that's what I enjoyed about that kind of stuff was everyone talking about the Corona. And then this weekend was like, you know what? We're, we're taking a weekend off. You know, we don't need that kind of stuff. We don't need to talk it, about it's it. An, well, think about, I, I really wish that last year it started, I was going to start a list of, you know, what's going to kill us this week. Because remember we were talking about like net neutrality was going to kill us all. Yeah. And and acid rain was going to kill us all. And North Korea was going to kill us all. And well, Russia was going to kill us all. about this stuff. Because global warming is going to kill leaders, us all. And like we all know that leaders tend to want to go in front of the camera. And that's what kind of bothers me about this kind of stuff is you have – community leaders saying for the past three weeks or three months, this is the way we should be treating each other six feet apart, X, Y, Z. And then the weekend comes and it's like, you know what? I want, I don't want to look like I don't support this. So I have to go hug these people. I have to go do these things. I have to kiss some babies kind of thing. And it's just kind of like, where do we want to have our responsibility from people, our expectation responsibility from our leaders? Cause to me, that would be the first thing that, there is, unfortunately, and uh, to once again prove or, or, or point out that there are idiots on both sides, there's a distinct lack of leadership. A week ago, we pretty much everyone was united on the heinousness of what had happened to this guy, the murder yeah. of him, uh, whether it's first, second, or third degree murder. It was wrong, and we all pretty much agreed on it. You know, there, there are always fringes, there are always idiots. And you got to take them out of the equation. For the most part, people were rallied. And if due process has been allowed to happen, true change could have been affected. But now, now the argument instead of that is is the looting and the rioting and kind of enforcing. Well, you're talking about lawlessness, but you're now the poster child for lawlessness. It, it it's falling apart. And unfortunately, from our very top, from our leader, from from the presidency. Uh, which, of course, was under attack. I mean, 60, more than 60 Secret Service agents were wounded as the White House was, uh, I don't want to say assaulted. It's not like it's Black Hawk or what's that movie? Angel Fallen? Angel has fallen. Yeah, that one. But still, this is a powder keg of emotion. This is where we need leaders who say everyone 
chill. You know, this is where we need a good speech giver reading the words of a good speech writer to try to douse the flames instead of fanning them. And unfortunately, there's just a catastrophic failure across the board of leadership for that right now. Well, I hope people are being safe when they make decisions about going out and being part of that kind of stuff because that's the scary part of that is you might want to join a protest, but in my mind... And then this is why I don't really like doing. I, I don't like the idea of protest because there's no way to absolutely guarantee everyone's safety when you're out there, and I think that's part of the risk because you're protesting. But it's also, especially in a city like Houston, you never know what's going to come out like from behind you there. And agreed. Now I, I do want to talk about the counter protest because this is something that struck me. The the thought has still been I've kind of half thought about it, so it may take me a moment to get there. Montgomery County is rural. And it's rural Texas, yeah, pretty much. You know, we're not metropolitan. So there's the mindset that Montgomery County is filled with yahoos and wahoos and and bigots because, you know, well, it's Texas. Well, the problem and, yeah. is. Yeah, even if we are, okay? So there, but there's that, that uh, uh, oh, Lord, I, 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 the preconception yeah. of that. So if there were going to be white supremacists starting these riots, this would be the town to do it, the Conroe riot, because they're already here. So, yeah, let's kill the black people. And, and you know, if white supremacists yeah. were starting these riots, it's the distinct lack of that that shows to me that it's not them starting throwing the bricks. Does that make sense? If someone's, if white supremacists were going to be doing it, this would be ground zero for it because we're this Yahoo hick rural Texas town. But it was well, an incredibly I, I peaceful just, protest. Just want to start trouble, regardless it's, of what the protest is. Going but why on. did no one start trouble in Conroe? Because they know if you get a bunch. <laughs> of, I, I think it's just because of density. There's no way to really stage. Because I mean, the, did you see the, the number pro- of people? The protest of the Conroe one was very. I mean, it looked atten- well attended for a Conroe protest. But I'm saying, like in Houston. You can get neighborhoods together and and, and mobilize them very. If these easily. were spontaneous by people with just emotions, then it would have happened yesterday. It doesn't matter if there's fifty people in the room or five hundred. Now, of course, the, the odds go up and the intensity goes up. Well, that's because out here we treat each other with respect. We know that. So, but I, I, would, I, I didn't I want to point pro- that. I wouldn't have protested on West Davis because people drive nuts on that street. I, I do. So if, I, if I saw you, that. I was like, oof. Man, if you're a listener who's never not, driven I, I West Davis, in the middle of Dick that speaks road. the truth. But no, I, that that's to me on the personal side. I was like, that's the only thing I really dislike about what you're. People are faced with a decision to make now because do you support this or not support this? I don't know why I need to be asked that question. But then it's like. You're sitting there going, well, why is up? it an always an either or? Yeah. That's what's killing me. It's there's the Venn diagram. Like, you since can I wasn't protesting, that means I don't support it. I don't. Well, being told your silence is just as bad. Being saying if, if you vote, if you voted Republican, you're a racist, homophobic part, part of the problem. And that's where I finally had my fill yesterday and pointed yeah. out no. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of people, especially with a platform like social media, it's so much so much easier for anyone to go on there and say something and not feel the consequences of it outside of, like, being in person and saying it. So, I mean, that's it's easy for people to say mean things on the Internet. It's really easy. and then, it, it absolutely is. And that's why I, I sign my name to everything. Well, that's that what I, I love. Like, and this one thing, another thing, I great, other great thing about the Internet is people remember that, and then they take screenshots and they keep copies and copies. So when you're running for office or you're a person that, you know, like Alyssa Milano is my favorite because if you just take the evolution <laughs> of that lady is is wonderful. 
And when she was trying to justify her supporting Joe Biden, I was sitting there, I was like, man, this is why you don't ever go all in when it comes to certain scenarios. Because if, do you know who I, what I, what's oh, abso- I'm Oh, absolutely. If, if, if you don't, if the listeners don't know, this lady is an actress and she is very vocal about uh, basically just anything that can be a, poli- a political spark, she's going to say something. And when Brett Kavanaugh was going through his trial, is it a trial? What do you call it? Like screening? Hearing, uh, the, yeah. The call it? Well, anyway, confirmation she, she was very big, like, believe all women, you know. And there's proof because we have a fifth-hand story from I mean, 35 years ago. The big statement she said was believe all women. And then mm-hmm. when the Joe Biden thing came out, she kind of did not think the same thing. And then you and have the Rose McGowan's of the world who, who call her out yeah. on it. And that, that's one thing that I think that's important too when you're using social media. Like you got to stand behind what you say. And if you're going to be a loose trigger on it, don't don't go on social media because you're going to say something you're going to regret. Mm-hmm. And that's why you should always, you know, proofread your stuff, especially when you're talking about stuff like this. Well, that's why I kind of surprised myself by having my fill yesterday saying I'm going to start calling people out because – I'm all, you know, I'm all for discourse. I have my stances, and I think there may be idiots out there, but I will engage anyone and try to say, listen, let's come to, we may not agree, but let's come to a resolution. You know, I think one of the better friends I have up here is Jay Silberg. Politically, we don't jive, but that doesn't mean we can't coexist and, and come up with a better place. And I'd love to, you know, be in a political situation where he and I hold comparable offices because that's where compromise happens yeah. to people who, not only believe they're they're doing the best, but can figure out that the other person has some ideas too, and that that's how it happens. Well, again, I'm glad we live here because when I was talking to my friend in Portland, he just says it's kind of nuts because you just don't know what's going to happen because he lives in the downtown area, and he was like, you just don't know what's going to happen, and he's like, he it wouldn't surprise me if I get a phone call or I get a siren, you know, something's burning mm-hmm. nearby, so you might need to get going somewhere. You just never know, and. I'm glad I don't live in an area like that. So be safe if you decide to go out. And be you, safe. And you live in an area Make like that. Make good life choices. Because, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine, because Houston downtown, it's kind of hard to do. It's not like the Minneapolis stuff where it looked like a bunch of mom and pop. Like, it was like that main street was a very, uh, like, one-story buildings. It wasn't like downtown Houston where everything is like 100 stories. Right, and it'd be really hard to cause a, extreme damage, but you can still do some stuff, break mm-hmm. some windows, and things like that. So, yep. who's got time for that? <laughs> I don't know who's got time for that. But uh, yeah, so moving on. If you got any comments, questions, or things you want to talk about with the protests, feel free to comment and let us know your thoughts on that. And do you do you think this kind of stuff? How how long is the the average protest? Because I think it's like day six. That's a good question because here's the thing. Because I think social media the seed it. of these protests is legitimate, and I'll even have to agree with Jason in the sense that whereas this is not an everyday thing, there's still an institution where every time there is in the unjust killing of a black person by a cop, doesn't matter what the skin color of the cop, it doesn't matter how many white cops have been killed by black people that, you know, again, it's not a numbers thing. There's an institution of it. Every time it happens, you cringe because you know it's coming. And much like, it's just like a school shooting. Well, like, this is We don't want school shooting, you know. Well, this is something I want to know, and I want to know, like, I would love to get people's thoughts on this because when when we face these unique scenarios where the biggest difference, and this is something that was brought up to me on the Internet, and it made me think about it, the biggest difference between... 
this horrific thing with George and the thing that happened in Houston where people kind of forgot about where they did that no-knock raid, went into a house, killed a dog and two people, mm -hmm. and it basically was a bundled investigation. Like, the CI was lying. Yeah, it and was. And there was, like, they basically just killed these people. There was a cluster quit. poop, as and they say on the radio. the biggest difference is there wasn't a video of it. Mm -hmm. So that to me got me thinking. I was like, "So there's more to the, this kind of stuff." If you want to correct this behavior, and the, one of the first things I did was I went online and I go, "I need to find a good source of actual data of police killing people, mm -hmm. and where are the stats? What's going on with that?" And you'll see that they're insanely low. And it well, it's not even that. It's more of like because when you bring up the the chance of change, making a change, like. Really, it's just overall because mm -hmm. when people, a lot of people, uh, I went on there and basically what's in, what's interesting, the Washington Post did a thing for 2019, and what's strange, they did there was over a thousand and four, there was a thousand and four deaths leading from a police officer with a citizen, mm -hmm. and what's weird is they found unknown of their race for 202 of them. I'm like, how do you have an unknown? That's where you go mixed race or he looks hispanic or he's got an hispanic name but he looks white so you know or but, those who choose not to identify as such because if you want to make a change that's how where i start i guess is more of like what is an acceptable number for today's society because you have to have that reality don't you that conversation like police are going to do their job and sometimes their job entails firing a yes weapon. unfortunately and it's kind of a variation of boy who cried wolf that i don't know that because that's one thing i always wonder is like how do you change how do you make a change like if i'm protesting how do i make a change and that's why my hats go off to law enforcement because if anyone deserves to just like go on strike right now it's law enforcement every first responder has the right to say you know what burn the town down uh, you, you know i'm not putting my life on the line and for them all to just get the blue flu and stay home for a week let these rioters and, and, and pillagers and looters burn, literally burn the town down and then see what, you know, see what's left and then cry for help afterwards. It's like, nope. It, you know, you can't. It's like everyone hates lawyers until they need one. And when you get a lawyer, you want the one who knows all the dirty tricks. So, you know, it's easy to rag on them. Uh, every, you know, everyone hates well, the cops the, yeah. until they need one. You know, I've, I've, we've got fire stations being vandalized. It's like, good luck. You're, uh, and here's the thing. I, I'm, the kind, I'm of the mindset, yeah, good luck. Your, your house burning down. I ain't showing up. But that's why I'm not a first responder, because these guys and gals will show up. And, you know, that's, that's how change is made by those who are refusing to engage in the, the looting, the pillaging. That even if, even if some white supremacist grand dragon clansmen grab bricks and start throwing them at the windows going, yeah, Screw everybody, and, and no one else has to throw a rock or a brick. Stop engaging in it. Now, right now you can't because it's a powder keg. People are coming off the end of the this, this lockdown. It's going to sound horrible, but hopefully this whole coronavirus thing is as, as catchable as they've been saying because that means in two weeks there's going to be tens of thousands of people suddenly too sick to do anything else. And that's where we'll catch our breath. If not, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do from the people who just the day before these riots conspiracy. started. Let me make a conspiracy. Yeah. It's all AAA's fault. Uh, giving a shout-out to Jay. Jay, who's just tuned in, you may want, want to rewind and uh, listen but to yeah, no, Scratch. Think, We've been I, talking I would, about. I'd be interested to see the, the discussion stuff. about how to make a change, and especially having family who are in law enforcement. 
because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like we're, I don't think the overall statement is we don't need police officers. I don't think that's the statement the protest is trying to make. But I think the, they're really trying to make there should be accountability, which we talked on Friday with, with Jay. Accountability uh-huh. is a big deal. And I, I don't feel like there's a lot of accountability in this world for a lot of people, especially with the people who are. Uh, Correct. Absolutely. Law enforcement included. Yeah. I can be disgusted at the actions of those who do wrong mm-hmm. without painting the brush on everyone. I'd like to think that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. All right, well, moving on. Let's take a quick break here on Dick and Skippy. We're going to listen to some sponsored messages. And who's our guest coming up at 10 o'clock? We got Ashley from the Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce coming in at 10 o'clock today, guys. We're going to be talking about Taste Fest Takeout. Taste Fest Takeout. I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah, we'll be back uh, here in a bit. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936 647 3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Vell Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit, began in 2014 with a mission to strengthen the future of veterans through leadership and entrepreneurship training. We've invested over 1,400 hours of training in our veterans while connecting them with community entrepreneurs and leaders. Our mission is to continue investing in our veterans who have given so much for our country. Please join us on our mission by visiting vellinstitute.org. That's V-E-L institute.org. Hey, y'all. It's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Time in Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com.
Welcome back. Dick and Skippy in the mornings, 9.40 on the dot. 10 o'clock, we have Ashley from the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce going to come in and talk about uh, a great event that I've actually been to, but it's going to have a twist, coronavirus uh, with a twist uh, this time. So we can talk about that. Uh, we have been, of course, talking about the uh, protests slash riots slash looting slash whatever you want to tag you want to put on it that's been going on lately. Something's kind of, I had to snicker snort at. There's a singer called Alana Del Rey. I guess she's like Ariana Grande and stuff, the ones that I don't know their music, but I've heard about them, but the, the teeny bopper ones. She apparently filmed like a five-minute video on her phone of looters doing their thing, and, you know, she's rightfully going, why are the people doing this? Posted on her Instagram and the overwhelming response was from her fans going, what is wrong with you? You're showing their faces. You're going to get them in trouble. Take it down. And then the inevitable, well, I'm not going to buy your records anymore. I'm not. <laughs> it's like, so this girl who actually, and I think bravely, did a, did a really good thing uh, to point out that, you know, these people are looting. They're breaking the law. I'm all for facial rec software now, facial recognition software. I think once this all settles down, there need to be task forces going knocking door to door with mass arrests and saying we got you on video. Uh, but this gal did that. <laughs> now they don't they don't want to buy her album no more. So here's the thing, Lana Del Rey. I have no idea who you are. I'm sure I, I have no idea what your music is. I'm gonna buy one of your albums off of iTunes to make up for one of the Bambies who are saying can you or see, the Courtney's. Can you imagine? The you have no idea what kind of music she is. I, but you know what? You're it's rolling a, around your car with the windows down. I would do it. Dude, I'm going to be 55, and I'm jamming to ACDC as I'm driving up to the studio as loud as I can. Then, of course, I'll have Beethoven right on the playlist after that. You never know. But, yeah, Lana Del Rey, I'm going to buy your album off of iTunes uh, in the show of my support for your shooting that that video. Yeah. I'm not going to buy your your stuff no more. I got a signed photo. I'm going to put on eBay and sell it because I don't like it. I'm going to get $50 for it. I mean, that'd be kind of funny if you got $50 for a photo. But Oh, God. I was trying to get a, uh autographed Benedict Cumberbatch photo for my daughter. And uh, fortunately, I came across, uh, and it's an official autographed print, but the autograph is part of the print, so it's not like he signed it personally. Yeah. So I got it for a lot less because the, the, the signed photo of Doctor Strange that my daughter wanted so much would have been around 400 bucks minimum. Uh, and they, they're usually like to, to Bobby or something. And, uh, but I did find this framed numbered and official print of Benedict Cumberbatch's Dr. Strange with his autograph. But it, like I said, it just, he didn't sign it personally. It's part of the overlay on the print. So Christmas time, I was a God. Now speaking of my daughter, uh, she's not listening, but I'm going to give her a shout out anyways, because she graduates tomorrow. Now, she's opted not to participate in graduation exercises. Yeah, I'm a little that's... bummed about that. I, I get it. She's my, my daughter. I don't want to say skittish, but, you know, she's very hyper aware of, of bad things in the world, very sensitive, and, and she wants to stay away from any possibility of catching anything. But I am somewhat bummed. I, did, I didn't want to because I'm already graduated. I don't care. And there's that. I just, as someone that, despite the education that I have had, is by circumstances have never crossed the stage in a cap and gown and you know gotten the whole dun, 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 it's weird dun, it's weird none of the pomp and circumstance 
guess. So, but that's tomorrow for her. That's Woodlands High School. They're having their graduation ceremonies tomorrow, and a lot of uh, schools are doing this. Uh, all the CISD graduations are happening at the Woodford Stadium, and they're splitting it up in half. So, at eight o'clock in the morning is letters A through L with you know social yeah, distancing I would not, I would, and then 7 30 at night was m through z like no we can do we I mean, with technology today i'll just green screen it and <laughs> there you go Dad. the other thing i want to give my shout out to my daughter for is she is published now she got in one of those magazines you know those, those magazines that'll take submissions from anybody and print it and then you know you get to buy five copies for a hundred dollars for your closest friends okay I don't care about that. I'm. You know, it's called Fife Magazine. I gotta find it. But she was so excited. She t- she'd done a, a, a drawing. Cause she's actually pretty good with her artwork. Like, Dad, I got published. This is magazine. And I'm very proud of her. Uh, you know, the torch has been passed, and I can't wait to buy my overpriced copy of Fife Magazine to show support for my my little girl who's now 18 and. About to be a well, I guess technically is a high school graduate because school's over. That's what I'm saying. It's over. Let's move on. Yeah. Next chapter. <sighs> I need more grandkids. You I know, more I, ones. when I graduated, uh, I, I I remember we were going. They, they they we had a graduation, and then we had like other senior things, and I was like, "Do I have to go to any of this stuff anymore? Am I done?" <laughs> right. And they're like, "Yeah, you're not." I'm like, "Okay, we'll see you later." Like, I remember even at school where we were, uh, it was like the last week, right when I found out I did not have to be there, I was like, oh, perfect. And so I just kind of like snuck out. I just left. <laughs> I was like, I, if I don't have the beer, why am I still here? So maybe uh, your daughter and I feel the same about being at a place where. Yeah. And which is, my daughter, she's just not a so- social yeah. gal. She's not a social butterfly. That's, you know, there's different DNA in her. Uh, just let you know, uh, Brett's giving us a note. Video and audio sync is way off on Facebook. Okay. I'll check it out. See, we've been doing that on purpose. We're trying to bring that that foreign martial arts film feel to the broadcast, but apparently it's too distracting. So we will attempt to fix that when we take our next break before Ashley coming in, right? I I did say the name right. Good. Awesome. Well, things that are non-coronavirus and protest-related, go. Uh, there's really not much else going on, not <laughs> on, from what I understand. The world's reawakening. Yeah, we are. Uh, nothing else with these protests have, have shown is that the fear of I'm going to die from coronavirus is now secondary to to many people, or that the import is is not there. Which I believe, I'm going to be very interested to see what happens numbers wise in the next 14 yeah. days. Well, and again, this is one of those weird weird scenarios. Is okay, now it froze. He said. Yeah, I restarted it. Oh, okay. Uh, these weird scenarios where whatever the news wants to dictate, they can. This is one of those stories that you can be if or or. Like they can say, "Oh, hey, cases went up because the economy was opening up," but then it's like, "Oh, but numbers show that the hot spots were were actually where majority of the large protests were taking place." Mm-hmm. And I think like because you can use you can use those stats to any advantage you really want to want to create and i think that's the i think the average person doesn't really let that dictate the way they live their life but i also think it, it's sets, not dictate their life but it, to prove a point it leaves a bad taste we've in become mouth. a society of grabbing a number that suits our purpose or a a a, a tilt a bias a lean that suits our number to, to say oh the, you know these numbers are going up 
without providing the context of why. And I think the the media has a large well, role like, to play well, to give in that an example, on both people sides. People are like, well, you know, the economy needs to open up. And I know locally here, for me, things haven't really changed drastically. Like the only thing that really was impeded by it was like the bowling alley was closed, the movie theater was closed, and but you could still go to a restaurant's takeout, and you could still majority of the restaurants that we went right. But in fairness, Dick, to both you and I, we both happen to be in a situation financially where no, no, I get that. Well, I'm saying it, the, what I'm trying to get to is. When people say, like, people are treating it as if it was completely locked down or completely open. And I don't think people really see because now we're seeing it with, like, the meat problems we're, we're running into. Cause yeah, I think I told you about that the yeah. other day. And I think a lot of people, when it comes, like, the toilet paper was another one. And it's just, like, the whole network of the quality of life was... Well, can you imagine if was, the toilet paper companies have been told changed to stay slowly. And a lot of people didn't realize until two months later, like... Oh, things are changing. Like the actual change is happening, mm-hmm. where we're, we're having a meat shortage, or we're having a transportation shortage. When I order my Amazon package, it's not two days anymore, and it's like, yeah, it takes a couple a couple months to really see an impact of how this world works. Right. It's easy for us all to be in our microcosms, and for those who say, well, we should all stay at home and not do anything, and just you know order takeout food, and okay, well, first off, you're putting the takeout food deliverer at risk, and also who's making the food. Secondly, who's Delivering the food to be made. Yeah, and it, and that's what I'm saying. Like these concentric I, circles just keep forever. That widening. change that, like, say you and me might not see, but everyone's going to start seeing the changes in a couple in a couple months. Especially with people continually kind of like pro, not protesting, but saying, "Hey, we shouldn't be opening up." And then those people are going to be gradually getting back into day to day life, where everyone's on the same page at one point. But then we're probably going to have a second wave, and we're going to reset again. And well, no, the second wave won't reset. It won't be the same kind of, oh, because remember, so many have been affected. The I, second I wave, think it is because of the, the, the second wave will probably hit right before November, I bet, and everyone wants to do elections. So that's going to be the talking point, and that's when the extreme things are going to be decided on because they want to make a point. If you can burn down a target, you can stand in line at the voting booth. Is that your new slogan? Yep. For uh, get out and vote? Yep. <laughs> That would, that would be pretty yeah, if I've just seen a scene, <laughs> I'm being flippant in case Jay's listening, but if I've ever seen an argument, I get, you know, that we don't need male <laughs> voting, this was it. And I'm, I'm joking, so I'm not, don't take me seriously on that one. Well, I, that, again, that's what we kind of go back on to is the, the idea that people are supporting the protest, which is, it's, it's, such, it's like at a core of being American. You're not allowed to say, I don't really like protests. Because you're supposed to say, you know, it's our... Take a stance. Well, Sil- yeah. Silence is action. Yeah, I get that. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, well, all these people are out there touching each other, being close to one another, where I've been brainwashed for the past four months, three months, not to do these things. Yeah. And then I go, well, I'm damned if I do, if I'm damned if I'm damned. This too shall pass with the hopes that positive change will affect. And, and that's happened, you know, the Watts riots... Uh, earlier, well, one Rodney thing, I, I King. Think, one thing I do think that needs to happen, and this is just from an outsider's perspective, is every time I see anything that has to do with law enforcement that has to go through the legal, mm-hmm. the, the legal side of stuff, there always seems to be more hurdles. And then I'm not saying hurdles to make sure it's the right thing to do. It's more of like protection hurdles, mm-hmm. where they have certain protections that I don't as a citizen, and 
But then again, there are certain things that us as citizens, we have to give insight to. For example, if you're a police officer, I think in one way or another, you're signing on to be risking your life every day. Yeah. And a majority of people don't sign on to a job that way. Yep. But then again, it's like when you have the accountability of, like applied to them, you always kind of see the first thing people always say is like, oh, why do they get uh, you know leave of absence and they get paid? Why is that? And I think that most people don't realize that's a presumption of innocence. Well, it's the union. Yeah, but and it's like, also a presumption way, of innocence. That's the way the agreements are made with when mm-hmm. their job. That's how they protect their job. And I think that that's what people kind of don't see. And I'm like, well, that's that's protect every officer, not just the bad one. That's just uh, that way. When I'm signing on for this job, I know I'm protected mm-hmm. if something happens. Like now if you I may get sign on for a job that puts your life on the line. Uh, for instance, well, this just popped in my head. I remember a few years ago, many years ago, uh, when there were a lot of deployments going off to Iraq and Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and there was a Marine who sued to not be deployed, who had gone through training, had, had gone through the GI Bill, you know, and said, I only joined so I could get GI Bill benefits. I don't want to go. And it's... I mean, that's, that's Here's the thing. You may sign up for a job, but in the military, you don't have commanders or effective commanders who say, you know, my men are willing to die. I'm willing to die for this. No, it's it's you don't want your people to die. Yeah. You, you know, you don't leave them in the battle to die. It, the glorious death of battle, it's to survive and to achieve your yeah, objective. Yeah, that's not the goal. And it's the same, same thing with the cops. You sign up for a dangerous thing, you, your life could be on the line. doesn't mean, well, you sign up for it so you can get shot at. No one wants that to happen to them. Very few go in wanting battle in the front line. You know, if you notice, the generals tend to stay in the back kind of thing. And I'm talking about... Well, I think it also depends on the time period. No, absolutely. Because that's when, I mean, like, that's one thing I always loved with the transition between, like, guerrilla warfare and gentlemen's warfare during, you know... Like yeah, revolution. where you just counted the... Okay, these... Like, you don't Take shoot. these people out of the battle because they would have died. I want to give a, a shout-out to Susan who signed on, too. Well, like, you don't shoot the captains. You don't shoot the ranking officers. That's the, the courteous thing. Well... And I'm thinking like, <laughs> I man. I put perspective, uh, Shakespeare, is, one of his plays is Much Ado About Nothing, and someone's coming back from battle and kind of giving a battle report that we won. And, like, someone asked him, how many did we lose? And he's like, a very few, but none of name, which meant, okay, so we lost some some People. corporals and some privates and some sergeants, but no officers, so it's okay. <laughs> it's always been well, the mindset. society will move on. It's and, the mindset. Uh, but, Yeah. So I think overall, we're going to kind of keep talking. I know tomorrow in Houston, they're doing uh, the family of George Floyd will be in downtown. Yeah. And so I do know that's when the the, the organized protests will be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just want to come real quick because I know we've got to go to break and have, get Ashley in. But Susan, who I just gave a shout out to, you know, she's former military and former police. And I'd love to get her perspective. Susan, you may want to like kind of rewind this thing or play it when we're off the air. And then add your comments to it, because we're talking about, obviously, what's been going on, the danger the law enforcement faces, and I'm kind of comparing it to the military. I'd love to get your perspectives on it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, get our guests in. We're going to talk about Taste Fest coming your way here uh, here in Conroe, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned to Dick and Skippy in the Mornings. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
with scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh-brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com see our complete list of special events. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. This is Rick, TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two-for Tuesday or a three-for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776. Or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star. Make a music request. That's right, you can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Hey, what is up, Conroe? This is Rick TRC. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KZZWLP Conroe and 106.1 on KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, we are back at Dick and Skippy in the Mornings here on Lone Star Community Radio. It is the 1st of June. Hanging out in the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe. We're on Facebook Live Wait, right now. Wait, it's June 1st? It's June 1st. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. i got to give a shout-out to one of my bestest buddies in the world. Oh, here we go. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Joe. Yeah, it's my brother's birthday today. Is it really? Yeah, my birthday's Friday, so who cares about that? Your birthday's on yeah. Friday? It's on Friday. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> so we're going to have a great time. Hey, you betcha. So, uh... <laughs> Who's going to pop out of that cake, Dick? 
I don't know. Holly could fit in it. So, I mean, I'm, Holly could fit in a Duncan she, Hines box yeah, she's cake. She's the first person I could think of. Like, yeah, I want you there. I don't even need to bake the cake. I just put her in the box. So, <laughs> but we're back. We're hanging out with the uh, the folks from the Lake Conroe, uh, Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. We have Courtney and Ashley in the studio mm-hmm. talking about this year's Taste Fest. If you don't know what Taste Fest is, it is a annual event put on by the chamber here in Conroe that they invite local restaurant vendors to give you some samples. Usually it's hosted at the Lone Star Convention Center. Like Costco on steroids. Uh, yeah, well, that's a great yeah. way to put that's it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm with you. And Costco is usually there as a vendor, so yeah. shout out to Costco, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, we have so many more samples than the rest of the... I miss the samples, <laughs> man. But uh, okay, this coronavirus but is over, for so coronavirus this year <laughs> and the, the stupid government putting the stupid restrictions on us. Stupid Rona. We don't know if restaurants <laughs> are open or closed, so they're changing up this year's Taste Fest, mm-hmm. and it's going to be all online. Taste Fest all Takeout. Takeout. Yeah. All promoted local restaurants. Is that right, ladies? Yeah, so um, Courtney Galley, the director of special events. So, yeah, this week I'm usually, you know, planning, getting ready for the day of Taste Fest. But since we weren't able to have it this year, what we've kind of come up with is a social media campaign to support those vendors who would have been there mm-hmm. and the vendors who have been there in the past, too, for, to encourage people to, even though we're calling it Taste Fest Takeout, don't just do takeout. Dine in where you can, maybe purchase a gift card, but still, um, you know, go and visit those restaurants and support them as much as they can. So we've been posting um, on social media, on our Facebook and um, Instagram, just, hey, this is, you know, maybe it's Bartlett's Distillery this day or All-Star Catering or um, Pacific Guardhouse. Go and visit them, you know, this week or today and really support those restaurants. And then on the day of, on the 4th, this Thursday, we'll be doing, uh, we'll be on Facebook all day on the top of the hour, visiting those um, <clears throat> vendors, restaurants, um, caterers, and just, you know, giving another kind of shout-out and support them. So, um, Yeah, I think that's more probably one of the biggest struggles for the average person here in Conroe. Yeah. They don't know when are things open, what's going right. on. Yeah. Well, we've, we've done a really good job, I think, yeah. and just to pat ourselves on the back a little yep. bit. We don't toot our horn quite enough, I don't, don't think. But, but at Conroe.org, <laughs> where we actually have a brand new website today, yes. which is also very exciting. All right, checking it out right now. Right. I'll see if it works. Absolutely. It's looking pretty good. So sorry if there's any kinks for you, but we're working them out. We just went live this morning. But, yeah, excited. Um, on our coronavirus page, we have been updating generally at least two or three times a week our list mm-hmm of restaurants mm-hmm. that you can visit and their capacity for the time being. Yeah. So if they do have dine-in, takeout, delivery, gift cards, all that type of stuff, different yeah. hours, that type of thing, we've been putting that out there for, since the beginning since of the, the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, now we're just kind of pushing that out even more so. Mm-hmm. I, we don't care if you're a member or not. Like we, I mean, we do care that right. if you're a member or not of the chamber. But for this thing, it, I mean, it's, it's, more, community it's more about yeah. community. It's more about getting out there. It's more about providing that um, promotion, that visibility that they yeah. just can't have when, I mean, Taste Fest would be this year in its 10th year. Yeah. And we had a new logo out. We have all this cool mm-hmm. stuff all planned. And yeah. then here comes the Rona. Rona. And, and there we are, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's, it's just about us being able to, we sat down and tried to decide the best way that we could give people some visibility, all of these small businesses, you know, if they are a venue, if they're, right. you know, all this different stuff. I mean, a lot of people aren't even going... I mean, they aren't having live music. They aren't having... No, they're know. not doing a lot. Like, yeah. Right. The, probably the worst thing on on the customer side is their hours changed. Right. Yes. So something that you're used to, because that was the one of the issues we ran into, because Holly gets off work late. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to start, you know, our typical carryout uh-huh. place. They're, hey, close, house, they're closed house at 8 o'clock. staying open till 10. 
Right, right. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. There you so are. I know nurses were suffering from that mm-hmm. because For when sure. they're on their way home, everything's kind of closed yeah. already. Right. So Yeah. Right. I mean, and we don't know when, you know, of course, they've had a lot of, you know, loss in business, but, you know, we don't know when this is going to kind of be back to, you know, normal standards and, and when they're going to, Well, people know. are certainly, especially here in this area, I will say, because we've gone out to eat at several times at yeah. different restaurants, and there is a good, a healthy flow of people. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I was driving on Frazier. I mean, the I think Southern Star, the brewery, the local mm-hmm. brewery here, they had yeah. something going on. We had. I, I went to Crawfish's for America 5. That was yeah. that was on Saturday, right? That was on Saturday. Because yeah. they've been in the studio. They were here last year mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And that, that place looked mm-hmm. very busy. Yeah, it was and no joke. Yeah. But even people it's inside. It's outside, so right, and most people don't understand what's going on. It's all outside, so there's yes. a really huge field people can yeah. hang out in. Yeah, and, yeah. and there were no, um, you couldn't go into the tap room or anything like that. It was all outside. People had tents and chairs and everything set up all over the place. Really, you were only really by people if you just went to go grab some crawfish and then come back to wherever you were kind of yeah. posted up. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Dave and everybody for an yeah, absolutely they should awesome. Have a VIP bunker room. There, I always thought about that because they have a pretty big par- property there. You yeah. can go, oh, yeah. you can go do so much. Uh, what do you yeah. call it? Uh, this, this frisbee or frisbee golf? Yeah. And I was like, you know, it'd be really great for your VIP room. You should just build a bunker, and yeah. that's that's your and uh, have a bar in there. Have, have a, a bar, refrigerated bar. Yeah, yeah. all the bunkers go. do. <laughs> right, so. exactly. Does Trumps have it? He was in the bunker <laughs> this weekend, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is all about. The visibility and yeah. everything with social distancing and everything that has changed so, so well, much. Summer's coming up, too. Uh, right. It's basically already here. Uh, so there's restaurants in the lake, and that's I know that was one of the neatest times during and Conroe's time was yeah. the lake restaurants changed drastically. They have, like, music pretty much, like, right. four nights a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way to about September, that yeah. around that time. Well, we're hoping, too, that um, I think it's, is it next week that they could possibly go up to 75% occupancy? So, um, you know, we're hoping that, you know, we still kind of stay on that downward, you know, spiral where, where we're able to kind of increase that capacity as well, too. But what I kind of think about with the restaurants is the waitresses or the bartenders yes. who really depended on kind of on the tips and stuff like that. I mean, I was never a waitress because I don't think I would make a very good one. <laughs> but, you know, I, that's who I kind of think of and how, you know, how are they going to, you know, still make rent and car payments and insurance and all that kind of stuff, too. So it's another way to think about how that trickles down. And if we can just do a little something really to help those um, those businesses, that's that's all we're doing. Of course, you know, we would have loved to have Taste Fest. It's my favorite event. You know, always say you're not, you know, like your child, you're not supposed to have a favorite <laughs> event. But Taste Fest is mine. We all have favorite children. Well, the chamber, <laughs> the chamber is a membership-based nonprofit yes. where you help local businesses. You join the chamber. So if you're a local yeah. business... Uh, and you're in the Conroe area, check out Conroe.org for joining and you the you got to check out their monthly meetings. Uh, yeah, they, they do. Well, are they coming back into play? Or uh, is there a, yeah, a we're uh, Morning Mingle this next week is going to be um, a dual event, so you can do it in person or Zoom. So we're kind of getting in that mode where we've been Tony. doing digital stuff, but we'll eventually get in person. Our first in-person event is going to actually be Athena at the end of July, oh, July 30th. Our Athena International, um, our Athena a leadership awards luncheon. Okay. So uh, where we honor women in business. And we've actually kind of changed uh, uh, the criteria, added an additional criteria for people to nominate someone, a uh, woman that has demonstrated excellent leadership during the COVID crisis. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, we're trying to move forward with those kind of things, but also, you know, being very conscious and keeping it available to people who still aren't comfortable being in person as well, too. So a lot of that stuff will, you know, will we'll kind of, 
ease into it to, you know, make people comfortable. Well, but. Especially y'all coming from the business perspective of mm-hmm. things. That's one thing I think that's it's so crucial to adapt during these times. Yeah. Where you, you've, a lot of people feel like they didn't have control. And like you said, the waitresses, like they literally over yeah. over a weekend, they're like told they're not coming back. Right. Yep. And then there's, yeah, yeah, I can't imagine how how heartbreaking and how stressful that was for you know we were very lucky where we were able to keep you know keep our jobs but yeah you know I, we just want to do something to support them because yeah the, our purpose at the chamber is to advocate for businesses not yeah. only you know yes advocate for our members but also advocate for the business community. Well, the Taste Fest is typically one of your few public events yeah, where they invite our, the public. Yeah, it's definitely, it's our true kind of community event because everybody, not just members come out, everybody comes out. It's our largest attendant event too. I mean, we get anywhere between a thousand to 1200 people there. That's bigger than lobster fest, which people typically think lobster fest is really big. So, you know, we, well, you can only eat so much lobster. You go to taste fest, you know, exactly. I mean, right. I, I, I eat 22 exactly. different plates. We I, always tell people if, if you leave hungry, you've done it wrong. So you need right. to turn around and come yeah. back in. Right. So yeah, I, I think the main key, like something that we have really found out at the chamber and everybody has kind of been a witness to is just the ingenuity and character of people that are coming yeah. out through this really weirdo, bizarre time. And I, yeah. people that are, you know, companies that are going from making alcohol to making hand sanitizer, yeah. people that are, can sew or like makeup junkie bags is making a whole bunch of PPE and sending it yeah. all over the country because they have a ton of industrial sewing machines. Yeah. And a lot of people in America don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know? yeah, like all star catering. I mean, they ended up doing the, you know, um, Dinner tonight. The dinner tonight yeah. stuff. I've, I've, I purchased you know, when, that. Yeah. Oh, I did too. You know, when, you know, they couldn't do the catering and stuff like that too. So, um, you know, it's, again, I think like right that first week, Ashley and I did a Facebook live about think out of the box, think differently. Us not knowing that at the chamber we would have to eventually right. start doing that <laughs> as well too. Uh, but encouraging businesses to do that. You, I mean, this was the time to kind of... T- take a risk and do different things. And a lot of restaurants ended up, they started curbside, they started delivery and, you know, working with, you know, their delivery, you know, delivery partners when like DoorDash and Grubhub, which they normally wouldn't, but to still, you know, have to do something different. And, and then it, maybe that eventually will end up growing, growing their business if they mm-hmm. keep that up. I mean, a perfect example of that is Joe's Italian. Yes. He, I mean, he, Obviously, they want people to come in and sit down and eat yeah. and that type of stuff. But they, when they're just handing out food to first responders and frontline workers, yeah, and Joe's hiding something. You know, <laughs> we're we're, get, we're we're gonna find out. He's coming. He's we're tra- we're getting him on the show. Awesome. He's just so we're gonna find hearts. out what he's really hiding. <laughs> Joe, Joe, don't listen to Dick. Bring the bring the samples you were gonna bring. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. bring the tiramisu, baby. Yeah, Joe's Italian. We, that's where Holly and I. We you actually get pizza dough from him. Awesome. You can go awesome. there and just get pizza oh, dough yeah. if you want to make your own pizza at home. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but, but if yeah. you want to change how you're looking at this whole yeah. situation, Joe's Italian. Joe Halidi is the man. Mm-hmm. Like he's you such really, a great yeah, example of that. One thing that's in, uh, I'm always impressed with him is he always responds. So yes. if there's mm-hmm. any type of scenario outside of like Corona was a, a good example, but right. if there's any type of scenario going on, he's one of the first people to be like, "All right, we got food here." It's the most Italian thing you could ever do. It's like, right. "Oh, we overmade the spaghetti. Here, we Manja. got some." Yeah, you know, it's like, and that's what he always responds to, no matter what the community's doing. Yep. he does something. So I think I think another important kind of thing to talk about is the fact that what we've done at the chamber and what a lot of people that have mm-hmm. kind of come head and shoulders about you come you know the cream of the crop here, um, is the idea of social media is such an important medium for people that they need to be using as a customer service yeah. tool that people like 
as soon as you said that Joe always responds, I was also thinking that every single person that comes in and donates 50 bucks or two grand or whatever, he's posting it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. He's posting it constantly. And he's like, thank you to these people. Thank you to these people. Thank you to these people. And it's so visible. And that is a huge thing that if you are kind of fumbling and trying to figure out what to say, say anything at this point. That's Get another good tip. And be grateful. And uh, yeah. one joke I have for Joe is I was like, you always seem like you're voting for everybody. Because <laughs> if you go by his place during yeah, voting time, every, he has all, every all sign are there. there. Yeah. I have, like everyone, everyone, every sign known in I'm the gonna, county. I'm going to get an Ashley Allwood sign out there. And there's right. like, it's just everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess he's just like, you know, I'd yeah. vote for everyone if I could. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, what I'm thinking about like social media stuff, when we were starting the restaurant list, a lot of restaurants aren't updating their social media. Like, no. And it was so frustrating at the beginning to find if they were open or closed or doing delivery. And now now Google has it where they have a little check mark if they're dying in. They yes. didn't have that when I was looking for <laughs> no, all they, they, right. but that. No, that constantly happened. social media. Yeah, we were times and, I mean, it's yeah. we run into that so many times yeah. trying to order food. And yes. I was just like, why? You know, you got all those 15-year-olds working for you. you know, right. Like, just get them. Exactly. Like, you know, Alpha Graphics should be working overtime right now. Built, you know, We're open. Because we, right. Lord knows the Woodlands has so many of those big vinyl banners. Because, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> all the stores in the Woodlands are hidden behind trees. Right. So yeah. on the street level, they have, we're open. Foot Records is right. open. Right. Please turn in here. Right. right, and then you're helping the business that's that's printing those right. as well too. I yeah. mean, right. when you put fast signs or I forty five signs, or right. you go to Alpha Graphics or whomever and be like, I need fifty signs to put out, then you're helping local business too. Yeah, they're stuck. And do do we know? lose any business? I know that's a sad thing about coronavirus and restaurants because restaurants really depend well, on that month. Uh, month. Black Walnut at the airport, I know they're still closed. Um, but are they closing? I don't, like for good? I don't think so. I haven't really seen any restaurant that I just said either. we're out. We well, I, I haven't. Well, there are some of the the larger ones that, like in the Woodlands. Yeah, like Sweet Tomatoes is gone. Well, yeah, right. That's you know, true. it just is not coming back, and yeah. I'm bummed about that because I'm still getting over Super Salads yeah. going away. Soup yeah. and salad? Super or, salad. Oh, super salad. Yeah, yeah. There, there's still a handful that are definitely, like, still closed, but I don't know if they're closing, like Ryan's yeah. and Luby's and yeah. stuff that they Carter's really cannot accommodate. Company. I know that they're <laughs> looking to open up pretty soon. They had, like, during that time, I know, like, with Mario and what they did, they, they did a lot of renovations and updating and things like that, too. So, and they're, like, they're doing some great videos on social media, yeah. too, that I saw about how they're handling the sanitizing, social distancing. Like, mm-hmm. they have, like, the markers and everything on the floors and stuff now, too. And they're making lemonade yeah, while they exactly. can with the lemons, Yeah, you so know? they kind of took that opportunity to do some things they could while they were closed. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if any, like, specific, like, locally-owned restaurants have, have closed. Yeah, yeah, the only one I remember reading recently was Berry Hills in the Woodlands. But yeah. I don't know if that was due to corona or that was due to, you know. Right, the... Just because that's the nature of the Woodlands area. Yeah. I know it's expensive. Because uh, most people up here, when the restaurants here, they seem to know what's going Like, they're ingrained in the community. Yes. A lot of the restaurants are. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. I, th- um, I think up here there isn't kind of as much of a, of a captive audience. You know, I mean, I feel like the, the Woodlands is a little bit cl- kind of closer together and that type of stuff. So when you're up here and you're starting a business. Like you're really got your pul- you got your hand on the pulse. You know, yeah. like you're really trying to figure stuff out more mm-hmm. so. Because, like, if, yeah, if you're on Market Street, then you're going to have people walking by. Like, yeah. that's that. But if you're going to have, you know, Vernal's Well, you got to have good food. True. I mean, that's... Right. I mean, that's yeah, true. You, well, it gets back to service. the social media. I'm laughing because, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but, you know, the Woodlands has, like, half a dozen little villages, Alden mm-hmm. Bridge, yeah. right, Bridge right. and so forth. And each one of them has their own little Facebook group, mm-hmm. which is, like, 
each one seems to be run by that HOA person. Right. You know I'm the sure one I'm talking is. about, yes. where you know taking the live stream of the dog walking or or something right. like that. But every village knows so and so's open here, so and so's yeah. open there, and, and uh, again, yeah, the power of social media. Yeah, sure. So, no, you, so you guys on what day are going to be on Lake Conroe uh, Conroe Chamber of Commerce's? Oh, Facebook. So we'll, it'll be Thursday. Thursday. This mm-hmm. Thursday. This Thursday, because that's the day it would have been Taste Fest. So we'll be out and about all day long. Ashley and I will be out okay. visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them, because we can't hit every single one of them. So we kind of randomly picked uh, a couple of vendors, um, which I call vendors because they're vendors at the event, but restaurants, caterers um, that we can go to. And um, so I think we're starting off the morning at McKenzie's, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Going to All Star. We're going to try Pacific Yard House. I haven't had their Brick. breakfast. I haven't had McKenzie's, McKenzie's breakfast. Oh, they have a Yo, great breakfast. We have, we've so had good. morning mingle there before. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, good. So anyway. earlier when you were saying, Joe, is that that? that Joe's yeah. Beach? Yeah. Oh, my. With the boat. Yes. <laughs> the, the one that looks like a house on the yes. outside. But, yes. Oh, my. Yeah. That years ago used to be Tejas. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be Tejas there. I don't know why I remember that. I, yeah. There's a veal piccata dish with mm. my name written all over oh, there. Yeah. One day. It's great yeah. food. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm on board with the Joe thing now. He's coming in? Yeah, Joe, don't listen to Dick. Bring all the food you want. Joe, come by the chamber and drop some food off, too. Yeah, word, <laughs> word. But, yeah, we'll be out just, you know, surprised. I hope mm-hmm. we're going to get, uh, hopefully get our committee with us as well, too. Mm-hmm. So if I'm listening and I'm a restaurant, I yeah. need to join the chamber, of course. Yeah. So that's so, easy. Especially right now, coming with with the community, yeah. coming back to life, you've got mm-hmm. to have that networking yeah. and that support. If you join, I mean, any time of the year or whatever, mm-hmm. it's 325 at the kind of lowest level just to kind of get your foot in and kind of see how we do what we do and that's 89 cents a day so if you can't invest that in your business and trying to regrow it and rebound it in this time then i i don't know where you're spending it yeah i mean that's a great point less than a dollar a day and with that you get to come to our networking events you get to be part of committees Mm -hmm. um you know you have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to sponsor events you can hang out with courtney and ashley which is pretty dope yeah i mean you could come on chamber (laughs) chat which is brightened our day that's tomorrow (laughs) yes i know we have hopefully three guests lined up (laughs) for tomorrow so yeah i mean there's just there's a lot of benefits to being a a member of the chamber but yeah i mean so i got a question for you guys what do you think in conroe food wise is what are we missing what kind of food because i know like joe's got the italian okay seafood you think seafood i mean of course we love vernon's country catfish i mean dude Ma- monty's lighthouse is absolutely yeah. legit i haven't been out and there yet and they need yeah. they need to join the chamber so if y'all they are listening that that near the, that's on the lake isn't it yeah, yeah. it's in water point the um, same people that own Marina. video jacks yes. yeah cheryl and them okay. they need it they need to join at that restaurant for that restaurant too but yeah, yeah i think because i love seafood like mm-hmm. I think, too, and I know Frank Robertson with um, the city being the new downtown director is working on, you know, getting some stuff downtown. I think there's needs Mm -hmm. lots of restaurants downtown, Mm -hmm. too. What I would love is a grilled cheese restaurant. Like, I'm I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. That's too selective. And they have melts. Oh, okay. There's a place in Houston Heights called Just Mac. Yes. And it's just macaroni and cheese dishes. And you think, how you know, it's macaroni and cheese. What can you do with it? That sounds more like a food truck. Oh, well, no. there's a food truck that's sometimes out at um, B-52s that does, like, the grilled cheese stuff mm-hmm. that's been out there before. This was a while back. But, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Do y'all know they're still, called Melt. Yeah. yeah. Are they still planning on doing that food truck court right here by the Sonic yes. on Fraser? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's, the that's been great. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, be really things, great. everything has been. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. What's yeah. like, That's one thing that is the business side is y'all are one of the first people who see the effects of the coronavirus. Yeah. And you kind of know if, like. 
oh, we're closing or we're postponing yeah. or we're, we're changing the way we're doing our stuff. Yeah. We're seeing a delay in renewals. We're just seeing a delay in yeah. new memberships and that type of stuff because people are holding on to their pocketbooks. Yeah. You know, they aren't They aren't sure. Nobody is sure what this is looking like yeah. now or will look like in six months or look like yeah. in two years. And that's a standard for chambers across the United States. Yeah, renewals no, it, are down for yeah. sure. But again, you know, and, and I think, too, sometimes, you know, we're here to help businesses, but the chamber is also a business. And if we're out of business, then we can't help those businesses. Yeah. So, you know, we are working with our members on. So if renewing. you're a member listening right now, pay your bill. Yeah, oh. if not, or if you can't, you know, yeah, that too. On, but but if you can't, like, we'll work with you on, mm-hmm. on your renewals and things like that, too, because we, we're we'll be sending Guido out. No, no, we got some of Joe's Goombas. Yeah, Goombas. Oh, again, that's a that's that's like the second time I've That is a huge radio no-no. Silence your phone, dude. Yeah, right. Let me respond. Oh, you're not now. He's gonna respond. Look at this. Oh gosh. No, I'm responding. What I should do? We should treat this like a classroom. I was like, I'll answer it. And yeah. I'll talk. Oh, oh yeah, you should do that. Yeah, that would oh, be fun. that would be awesome. <laughs> oh man, Julie, if you're listening, I'll call you back when I'm off the air. We're uh, we're doing a uh, stage work theater. I don't that care what you're doing. Telephone. I don't care on Saturday. We're not allowed to promote on here. Well, clearly, yeah, I, I, I am when I, I <laughs> am when I'm the when I'm the master of ceremonies for you. Betcha, I'm going to promote it. <laughs> but it's going to be a, a virtual <laughs> telephone. Oh, that's cool. Nice. It's called the Stageathon, and we have live acts and pre-recorded acts. And very cool. So yeah, we're working on that this week. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I mean the the, the chamber being a part of the chamber, mm-hmm. it, beyond the benefits that you can actually get as far as like your visibility, your credibility, that type of stuff. I mean, the chamber being around is beneficial to any community. Because mm-hmm. we have, we have the access to people. If it's you guys, if it's a financial advisor, if it's a plumber, if our it's state anything, reps, our, our state reps. Yeah. Every, I mean, our national reps. Yeah. I mean, the yep. very first thing that we did when the corona kind of came down was get on the phone with with, Re- with Representative Brady. Yeah. Like literally, he's like, okay, like when can you guys talk? Yeah. And, you know, Heather Washburn of his office and stuff was in our office, period. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of access that the chamber um, facilitates mm-hmm. for any small business. It doesn't, matter if, it doesn't matter if you're a one-man show or if you are Crown Cork and Seal. Right. We are representing Where is that located? It's on Fraser um, North Pass. It's Loop, by Southern Pass Star. Okay. Yeah, before of. yeah, before Southern Star on your left hand side if you're going if you're oh going yeah north. the green the green yeah. trim building yeah, yeah. yeah. but so, and to, what Ash is saying like big. we have our state of this so one of the kind of our pulse series luncheons that we were able to reschedule is our state of the state luncheon yeah it was supposed to be this month but we're having it in August and we're having on uh, the Texas Comptroller Glenn Hager speak I don't know what that position is well they it's set the budget important. they set the budget for the state so like the because like, we had Jay talking about the education he says the education stuff. Let's say legislature. No, the comptroller. That's a uh, you got a state comptroller. Um, yeah, Denise uh, Parker was comptroller before uh, she was mayor. He does DPS or something, hmm? like the Texas like DPS. Who's he? This a guy or no, lady? Yeah. No, the state comptroller. comptroller. He's the if you think about it, he's the accountant for the state. Okay, so right. he sets the Compt- budget. Controller, not not comptroller. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Comptroller. So, so have somebody like Glenn Hager to come and speak to our members and community is it's a feat within itself we're very excited about having him so texas is one of if not the most business friendly state in the country and to have him they let us get away with so much right right exactly but to have him at the helm of the checkbook for the entire state is massive yeah Yeah. so if you have a small business big business Mm -hmm. middle-sized business anything like that it's a place to be on august 10th for sure yeah i mean yeah yeah, he's going to be coming and talking about you know how the the coronavirus affected affected the state and then 
the state legislature is going to be in session in 2021. So, um, and we'll be going, hopefully going to Austin again um, with our um, members. I wonder if they're going to change that. I don't know. I'm hoping by that time. Yeah, I'm talking about like the every two year thing. I don't think that really works. Uh, Oh, how? No, I don't don't think think that'll ever change. No, by, by Lenny, how do you say, I don't know. I don't know what the By an old piece of paper. That's why we have to follow it. Yeah. It's written on an old piece of paper. Yeah. 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 I don't don't think that'll ever change. I think that it, it seems to be working in the way it does. In the the even years, your representatives are in your area. They're there. In the trenches, seeing what's happening for business and, and the rest of the constituency on different levels. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, if you're interested, Dick's like, no. But if you're interested in coming to our State of the State Luncheon, which is sponsored by our Crown Cork and Seal. Um, and L Squared Engineering. L Squared Engineering and Half Associates. Oh, um, Half is, okay. Yeah, Half Great. too. Yeah. Half's in, all right. Can come. Here and, we go. Let's yeah. say a bunch of businesses. Let's do right? it. I mean, the, hey, yeah. that's my job. So what do they want? Crown Cork and Seal, that big building, would they, they just seal stuff? They can't, they, they can't all of the Dr. Can. Pepper in the country. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. There? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And if you come to Lobster Fest, there might be some kind of special surprise there with Crown Cork and Seal. You never know. Do they do, do, they, do they do Carbock beer by any chance? Because I got a bad batch. No, they do, they do Southern Star, like, though. Yeah, they do Southern they Star. They do do Southern Star. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have gone away. And they've also started a new thing with one of their aluminum providers because they mm-hmm. just do like primarily canning there, yeah. um, in actual cans. Um, they have started a big thing to stop plastic waste and have done have canned literal cases and cases and cases, like thousands of cases mm-hmm. of water, like Anheuser Busch and stuff in St. Yeah. Louis. Right. Um, they started doing it and have donated yeah. just pallets and pallets yeah. to the food bank and that type of stuff just to get rid of plastic waste. Mm-hmm. And they they're like, okay, you come Why with us. Why do they go away from that? Why do people go away from aluminum water? Because I know, like, whenever there's a hurricane and stuff, it's, like, one of the first things. Like, Having been on the receiving end after, like, the second flood in particular, yeah. I cherished every donation I got, but it tastes horrible. Really? <laughs> yeah, I there's think something... it tastes good. I think it tastes colder. He's a Fiji, he's a Fiji water guy. Oh, we'll oh, get out of here. Fancy. Fancy. No, I'm a tap water guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a well water yeah. drinking, <laughs> drinking out from the hose. If it's good girl. enough yeah, for I'd, the dog, it's I'd, good enough I'd drink for it me. out of the hose right? at the side of the house. Exactly. I burned my mouth with the first three gulps because it was hot. Exactly. I think That's we're fun. all staying away from the corona because we all drink out of the hose as a kid, right? <laughs> Yeah, because I played, I'm old enough to have played on lead paint playgrounds yes. and yeah. stuff like that. I've got antibodies for everything. Right, yeah. eating the chips straight off the, the little turnstile things and everything. <laughs> yeah. That's what we did. Little Love mud, it. little rocks, they don't hurt you. I put yeah. lead of gasoline in my uh, right. lawnmower as I was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we're not talking about nice. dangerous stuff here, but yeah. <laughs> right, on a high wire, but yeah. But to your point, so somebody like Steve, Steve Hall at Crown Court and Seal, we have that connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to meet him and figure more about what they do, the chamber has that connection. Because yeah, that's a, I didn't realize that's what that place was. Mm-hmm. I drive by it every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the Dr. Pepper. So next time I raise a Dr. Pepper, which will be today, I'll right. be saying, this <laughs> one's for you guys. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who anybody, Who else do you want to ask about that are chamber members? Well, and they were, uh, <laughs> at the gala, they were... Um, Sponsorship well, opportunities well, for Jake they, and Skippy They were large available. business of the year at our gala in January. Well, I believe it because it's a huge place. Yeah. Well, right. I think that's what, uh, what I what I find interesting about the Conroe Chamber here is they really are the 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 differences between the small business and like those kind of businesses. Mm-hmm. But everyone's on the same equal playing field yes. when you go to the events. Yeah. And you don't really know because I I had no idea a lot of these businesses are out here. Right. Like, and they 
point, you guys was the crown and seal. Like, yeah. the, like there, if you go further north in Conroe over towards Willis and especially mm-hmm. northeast, there's a lot of large manufacturer mm-hmm. things yeah. going on over there. I have yeah. no idea about, but we're right. also growing o- over towards the lakeside and getting yep. all the way to Montgomery. So yeah. Montgomery's, they're all developing stuff yeah. and all the businesses are kind of in mm-hmm. the 1488. That place is, I, I don't get that, that place. It is, it crazy? is, wow. Yeah, it is crazy. Well, we um, have um, a couple of members that um, that just opened because that's stuff technically Conroe, right? All yes, the way to yes, where's yes. Where, all the way to what? Magnolia. Yeah, twenty nine seventy eight, and then it becomes Magnolia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's but I mean, one, one of the businesses there. that that has really kind of stuck their neck out during the pandemic and everything oh. has been New Park um, New Park Drilling, Drilling fluids. fluids. Shout out to Eric. Uh, shout out to Eric Lukowski. You're Is the that man. An oil thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they. I mean, they do oil, oil like drilling fluids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And now they're making hand sanitizer, yeah. and they're hiring thirty people a week, like just to because they need that many people just to make yeah. enough hand sanitizer. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. But like, that that's brings, crazy. So sorry, that brings up a good another topic. If you're looking for a job, the chamber also has a job mm-hmm. listings. Yeah. Besides our, so like members have the opportunity where they can post job openings through their through their account, but we also started a job listings as well too, mm-hmm. and we have oh twenty plus mm-hmm. um, businesses on there if you're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're out of work, I mean of course it may not be the job you want, but during the time if you need mm-hmm. it, I mean there's a, but in, there, the, in this there time, are a lot of people hiring. There, yeah. th- there are a lot of industries right now that just aren't seeing it. You know, like people aren't remodeling their homes right now because they're clutching their pocketbooks as far as not yeah. knowing where that twenty, thirty, forty grand are going to go for an out, outdoor kitchen or something like that so that's an expensive outdoor kitchen yeah i mean it's right. you know fancy y'all hang out with? i was gonna get a fire pit for 49 bucks at, there you at go over at walmart <laughs> right exactly <laughs> that, that's <laughs> kind of way i roll put, put it on the <laughs> back porch and I got. <laughs> but some of those type of you know industries and stuff like that are letting yeah. people go or furloughed or laid off kind of indefinitely but you know that so if you need if you want to go work at new park drilling fluids because they're paying you good you're going to have something that's temporary, and obviously you're going to get back into your own industry yeah. at some yeah. point. Yeah. You know that you don't have any strings. You can go back. You can go work there and make a relatively decent living for the time. You know, the next yeah. six months, the next couple, the next year, or something like that, until your industry gets back. Yeah. You know, in the swing of things. Yeah. Well, I think that's a lot of people think. Yeah. You know, because the unemployment is so you know out of control right now. Mm-hmm. There, there are a lot of places hiring. Mm-hmm. I mean. When I update that list on a weekly basis, it's it's amazing to me. I mean, again, read some retail. I mean, it, again, it's probably it may not be in your field or what you're doing now, but if you need something, there are some opportunities mm-hmm. out there for people. And another thing, another big group of people that are part of the chamber are staffing agencies, and people yes. think that that's like Kelly Temporaries, and like you're just going to get little garbage stuff where you work at a, nope. the front desk mm-hmm. of a mortgage company for three days or whatever. But they're headhunters now. Yep. Like you can go to Sphere. Yeah, I feel like that's where the yes. that business world is gone. Like mm-hmm. you now, everyone's like they're different. The headhunting isn't just the top executive job stuff. It's yeah, it, it go yeah, well, yeah. And they, I mean, they do like resume writing workshops, things like that. But like, yeah, they're recruiting. I mean, they're yeah. a recruiter company now. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just yeah, tempt to hot, you know. Mm-hmm. Temp yeah. or, you know, temp to permanent positions, right. but yeah. So if you have, you know, something and you are, maybe you do have something part-time, you're trying to figure stuff out, yeah. you have your kids at home, and you need a little step up to be able to have somebody to be looking, you know, mm-hmm. proactively for you because you're kind of swamped and crazy with your kids and life and all this different stuff yeah. that's kind of happening now. I mean, go to Spherion, go to Staffing Texas, go to Metter Staffing, go to, like, all of these places mm-hmm. are headhunters now. Yeah. Like, you can you can go and you'd be like, this is my resume. Yeah. This is stuff, this is the, you know, what I need to make an hour or yearly or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And, you know, give me a call when you got that. Yeah. And 
they'll do it for you. Go to mm-hmm. all three of them, and they will all look for you because they yeah. they all have different relationships with large companies. You know, so if somebody had like say, you know, I'm not sure that this is an actual relationship or something like that, but like say, Metter Staffing has a relationship with Howard Hughes Corporation. Like they already go. They have 20 jobs at Howard Hughes that are opening right. up all over the Houston area, and they can be like, okay, well, we have this person, and they're qualified for these two. How about this, you know? Yeah. And they can help you. Like, And, and a lot of people just don't know that. True. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So Conroe, Conroe.org is a good yes. source. And this Thursday, pay attention to the social media. Yes. I'm making pay, announcements yes, for on Taste On Facebook Fest. Live, yes. We'll be out there um, visiting everybody, hopefully. Probably getting, eating good food, too. Well, so yeah. they're in yeah. Hello. Incentive. Hint, hint. If we come by. Yeah, exactly. We want some food. My tummy's going to be toe up from the flow up. Yeah. (laughs) So we got McKenzie's. uh, They do breakfast. Yeah. And then do you, I know, any other uh, known restaurants are going to be visiting? I know that we're going to be ending at Bartlett's Distillery (laughs) because we are adults. Have you been there? I haven't been there. It is cute and awesome. Mm -hmm. And Van is so... Yeah. Strategically, we'll end yes. up there. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. Like, we're going to yeah. do from eight to five. We okay. have to figure we yeah. do like during the workday, top of the hour each hour. So, we're going to start with what, breakfast. What's, on the list, what's their pi- primary, primary liquor there? Is it rum? It's whiskey and rum. Yeah. Whiskey and rum? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And hand sanitizer, too. So, if right. you need a bucket of that, you can drink then they right. that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll be out. Uh, McKenzie's also beer catering. tastes like Purell. Yeah. Right. Conroe's Incredible Pizza Company. Like I said, Pacific Yard House and Red Brick that's here. I know there's a couple others. Um, I Wings think and More Express. Wings and More. We're going to go to April Sound Country Club because they've been a participant mm-hmm. for several years. Um, there's other ones in between. I just can't. Yeah. Think we're, of but it. we're going to be going up and down 105, yeah. just trying different stuff. Like we ha- we we kind of set it out around breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or I mean, if dinner is a beverage, yeah. then it is what it and, is. And the, and the area, but, what's what's you know easy like for travel. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. They might have a food truck out there at Bartlett's. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna assume that they do and go have a beverage. And we we <laughs> we would love for everybody if y'all want mm-hmm. to end up at Bartlett's Distillery at five o'clock with us. We would love for everybody to join us out there too. Absolutely. So. And if you can't join us because you have other you know prior commitments, yeah. that's okay because we're still gonna go out there and yeah. Drink I mean, it if up. you were coming we're to Taste Fest anyways. Taste Fest would have been from 5 to 8. So just join us at Bartlett's. Exactly. But if you are out and about and you get some takeout or anything like that, take a picture and use the hashtag take... Taste Fest Take Out 2020. Yes. So then we can see them on our social media and stuff and hopefully be able to share some of those things and just yeah. really beef up the, the optimism and mm-hmm. growth and excitement about these really, truly awesome yeah. restaurants now and I'm restaurant hungry. owners in town. Yeah. Right. And then we'll be back bigger and better for Taste Fest 2021. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be fine around here. Yeah. In that regard of restaurants yeah. and everything. everything. It, it'll take time, but we have some we can smart do to help. and caring people. Yeah. And I think those are the two kind of key things. Like we have some really ingenious, smart, innovative people. So it's smartness and then really caring about your neighbor yeah. is something that's just so awesome and unusual and unique about the yeah. Conroe, Lake Conroe area. Yeah. And what a, I mean, to be blessed to be in Conroe and Montgomery County and the great state of Texas, I mean, what, else, what else could you want? The stars at right? night. Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're getting a little patriotic here. <laughs> Get a little I'm just trying here. to figure out when we're going to start. Uh, ranking these restaurants because I mean there's some trash restaurants out here. We gotta start. We gotta let people know. We gotta hit together. each one and sample. Hey, y'all them. can do that. We won't be right, doing we are, that. We are not in the business of that. <laughs> we trash. are in business for business. We will be this exiting the trash. Building. <laughs> right. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm excited. I know. Uh, I think we're gonna. 
Giovanni's was redone a while back, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's Amore now, Amore. which used to be down on Walden. Yeah. Um, but now it's moved to where Giovanni's We're going to go I'm check it out for my birthday on Friday. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yay. That sounds good. Yeah, you'll have to let us know. Local singer and Give a plug stage the right Brenda Sorseth is playing there, so yeah. we're going to oh, go okay. check her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to do for my birthday. Yeah, my mom got one of those for Mother's Day, a gift card to there. So when she's comfortable about eating out again, mm-hmm. then she can go to Amore because we all loved Giovanni's. Yeah. Right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's one thing. It's kind of fun now. You can put on a, like a, a checklist. Like, let's go check out these places. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes and it exciting again. It makes it special again. Yeah. And I think right. that, I mean, that's something that we all kind of, you know, can adopt from this really, again, bizarro time mm-hmm. is like, you know, we really couldn't go anywhere. We had to wear masks. We had to go alone. You know, I couldn't take my kid to the grocery store, so, you know, just in case. And yeah. You just left her in the car. Exactly. <laughs> I cracked a window, window and put on some uh, baby Einstein and just yeah. let it roll. But... Uh, but yeah, it's like you, it's kind of fun. Like sitting on your back porch is fun again, you know, yeah. and grilling out with, you know, some socially distanced friends is fun again. Yeah. So maybe and, things change for the better. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think what's interesting going forward is like the way everyone's going to be adapting to mm-hmm. their business and how to yeah. prevent, not prevent, but more of like, you know, prepare for mm-hmm. yeah maybe something like this will happen more often instead yeah. of like every 10 years or 50 years yeah. it's i like, mean of course it's you know horrible for the people who haven't survived it who've gotten it and businesses that are closed people have lost their jobs and things like that but i mean if everybody washes their hands more often than they used to i mean right is, is, this, is that if, is that the bright side of everything if this all yeah. turns out to be where a very small percentage of the population gets is truly affected and very sick yeah. and that type of stuff and pass away I like. I think that like I would rather err on that side yeah. than, than any other side. I did see a lot of like memes early on about um, we're back in the '90s, which I mean, I was you know in my um, teens, early 20s in the '90s. You know about like when social media wasn't. Yeah, I'm that old. You're like I'm trying to calculate. Oh, I was appreciably older in the '90s. <laughs> What I remember of them. It's like the '90s. I was born. Don't tell me you were born. Don't tell me, Ashley, what year, what year you were born either. I don't well, want to. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, in theory, then I know what year you're born in too. So because yeah. I know how old you are, but, um, <laughs> but tw- you know, twenty nine like, and holding. But whatever. Right. Exactly. But you know, no social media. You're having dinner with your family. You know, going on walks. You don't do like that, that anyway. Well, I mean, I, I go out with Scout all the time. I mean, she gets walked all the time, you know, and right. her and I eat dinner together all the time. But, you know, a lot of people were yeah. that weren't doing that because life has been so busy. They were able to slow down. So, you know, I mean, I think there's a lesson in that oh, for, for everybody. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't sit down, I will set you down. Like the universe just yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, I ended up. It's not to slow like down to, a little bit. It's not know? to brag on myself or anything, but I lost 25 pounds over quarantine. She did. Oh, I found them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> cool. I'm glad they passed They're on right somebody. Over here. You know, I'm glad that I could, you know, donate them to worthy Thank cause. You. Yeah. I mean that really. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know what? This is a great time to make a new habit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going to get out and just walk every day and just do it because I need, I have got to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. My kid yeah. is like, oh, whatever. My husband, oh, whatever, you know, and love them both to death, you know. But it's really nice to be able to like go to work sometimes and right. be able to come home and miss them a little or bit. Or the appreciation <laughs> that parents have for teachers. I mean, oh, think gotcha. about that because, you know, I mean, you've heard that a lot about like, oh my God, I don't, you know, I, there's a reason why I didn't go into mm-hmm. teaching because now I have to teach my kid. The appreciation that people now really have for teachers. I hope so. You know, that they probably didn't have before. You kind of have to think of, I, you know. <laughs> the realization not, of so many parents that their right. kids are brats. Right. Well, yeah. And then like, oh my God, 
My kid, is that my what kid happened is to you, Sean? Pleasure to have in yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. Something has to change with these kids because they're bad. No, my, yeah. my kids are perfect angels. Hey, listener, Misty has a uh, suggestion. She said the chamber yeah. should look at something uh, like a checklist of businesses to eat at or shop at, take a photo, and after you hit 20 or something, you get a prize. We had talked about, yeah. uh, initially, uh, we had talked about kind of doing a passport. Get some canned water. Right, you get a case of canned water from yeah, Crown Court. Just squirt some meal in there and it works. Yeah, we talked about that leading up to Taste Fest, doing like a passport. Right. So if you visit it, you know, the. You um, get five and with your six, you get something or whatever type yeah. of thing. Um, at this point, I don't know that we, like, I'm not positive what we could scrape together. I mean, we could absolutely have just a free for all in the scary closet and you can well, take what you like. And I think we're right there. <laughs> I think we're right there with June and July coming up that, mm-hmm. or June's here, is that's when everyone's kind of, kind of set their foundation of what they're doing as a business. Right. And knowing, like, you know, the local folks, they just wanted to open. So they just kind of did whatever they could do. Like right. 300, the, I'm close friends with them over there. They're doing what, like, they just want to be open. Right. And their people are calling. People are showing up. And it's really funny because no one really knows because, you know, there's like, oh, yep. do you have to wear masks? Our masks are quiet over here. That's right. like a, right. I, I can imagine having a public business, and that's probably half your phone calls. Yeah, is yeah. you're like especially hair salons and things like that. It's yeah. like like what what's going on over there? Do I have to wear a mask? Right. Not wear a mask? And w- with you guys as a resource, yep. do you guys kind of foresee doing? Because y'all y'all don't just do morning mingles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Y'all also do some uh, business teachings and y'all host yeah. you know some lectures. Yeah. Do you see something like that being coming down the pipeline mm-hmm. when you know you're going to be having like you know what to do with PPE 101 and then. I'm so glad you talk, actually yeah. can talk about huh. what we've done with wow. pe- with professional business development. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had an ongoing thing over time. It was originally called Chamber University. Now it's it's called uh, uh, Professional Business Development, PDD okay. for short. And um, a couple of weeks ago we started, just because sometimes people don't know, like we were kind of saying before, people don't know what to say or do right now. Yeah. So given this kind of unique opportunity, I figured I would start our PBD online channel yeah. on our YouTube channel um, to start with communication and crisis because a lot of people are kind of you know paralysis by mm-hmm. analysis as far as what to say what to do how to operate and all that type of stuff so um, I did a series of four videos talking about how to use social media as a, mm-hmm. as a communication tool and a customer service tool um, how to facilitate a really great reopening if you want to do something fun on social media mm-hmm. or your website as far as you know giving prizes away and doing raffles and stuff like that um, so yeah we've we having to cancel those we had one lined up for the department of labor already in may and another one about um just culture and business whatsoever during the summer in in july that we've had to push back or cancel at least for the time being or postpone Mm -hmm. indefinitely sort of um like all right let's start something fresh and new pbd online we were trying to get other businesses to be able to do that if they didn't want to do like a full seminar and do the all that type of stuff and have people there so we're like this is a perfect opportunity to start this kind of online element of it. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we did one for communication in crisis with four videos. Mm-hmm. And this starting this week, we're going mm-hmm. to have one coming out as far as event planning in crisis. Mm-hmm. That, I that did, Courtney yeah. was gracious enough to be able yeah. to kind of put together. Um, just, you know, ideas of what that can look like, what that will mm-hmm. look like. Um, you know, not necessarily predicting what everybody needs to do because we can't reach out to all 1,200 members and to mm-hmm. tell them exactly the best, you know, you know, we'd be going to court for a whole lot of people. Yeah. But um, just kind of what we're seeing. And, yeah. you know, do you want to elaborate on yours a little bit? Yeah. So mine, again, it's four series. So, you know, we talk about um, thinking outside of the box, mm-hmm. like doing different things, asking for money during this time, which is a really hard time to do it. But 
that's my job and that's a lot of people's job in the fundraising event planning business um asking for help like you know reaching out to people in your circle to ask for help things like that so there's four series of that but we've talked about now you know during this time a lot of people zooms all that kind of stuff have gone to video um and then asking some of our members to be a part of that kind of pbd online as well too mm-hmm. um and kind of like you said take somebody from the business community that can come in there and talk about that kind of stuff so we wanted to have some examples to be able to yeah. show somebody like your dad and different people to be like that had these awesome just incredible experience of, of running businesses through a lot of really stressful times mm-hmm. the tips and and tricks <clears throat> that they've kind of accumulated over their decades of experience and be able to just make these quick videos yeah you know if you've got three to five minutes then you can be like all right cool like maybe maybe I can look at my social media this weekend, you know, yeah. or whatever it is, and just and take one little nugget and be able well, to... Well, the new one would help. be uh, self-defense weapons for your, to, to protect your home, right? <laughs> right, exactly. I have a girlfriend... Um, Fire suppression systems from ordinary household cleaner, cleansers. Right, right. You have a girlfriend that one got, went out and got a 380 this weekend, <laughs> and she's like, all right, well, okay, so I Googled it. It's like, can you die from getting shot with a 380 round? Yes, they're very lethal. I was like, all right, cool. Well, Paige got, has her house, your her household covered. That's nice. Well, I think that's it's something that I, one thing a lot of people don't realize is the resource that the chamber offers is yeah. the dyna- like the different dynamics mm-hmm. of running a business and connecting yep. with business to business. And then, I mean, pretty much getting the public informed about mm-hmm. what's going on. Because I know going forward between now and the end of the end of the year, it, no one really know no one right. no one really knows what's going to be happening. Because uh, we were we were talking on, talking about it before, is it really took a couple months for people to realize things are really changing, mm-hmm. not yep. just like oh doors are closed. It's more of right. like you know the the, the things right. that we don't really understand. The like transportation has drastically changed yep. for a lot of our products and a lot of our yep. qualities of life. Supply yeah. chain, yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that everyone is affected or yep. whether or not like somebody's sick in your family and, and it, it, whether it's trying to get some pork chops at the, at the Kroger or, you know, to well, like the, like the surgeries and things like that, yeah, like that changed, that, that yeah. changed drastically. Now right. people had to wait for right. the, the, one of my friends, a dentist, and he was saying, yeah, that was the worst thing is yeah. like, we couldn't do anything. Like right. even this, cause the, the state of Texas has a dentistry board and they're the ones that set the rules and basically yeah. if you break these rules lose your license yeah so he's like yeah basically i just wait for my phone to go off and if somebody has an emergency but then yeah. even if they have an emergency we have to declare it first right which right to it me was bizarre which well, is you could, bizarre you couldn't get your hair done or your nails done. i mean like simple right. things like that it on the total, whole spectrum yeah, of totally stuff totally changed yeah. everything yeah uh, which i think is different than you know a little something that i talk about in one of the pbds um for event planning and crisis is that, you know, sometimes if you have like a natural disaster or something that's located to a certain region, mm-hmm. it's just that region that's in, that's affected. So you, you kind of have, you're kind of alone in that. This, we're all, you know, everybody said this, we're all in this together. So what does that look like? And for like events, it's like day by day, event by event, because it's going to change. But be able to have kind of your plans in place. So like for Athena, we're going in person, but we have plans for in person or dual, or we have, you know, in virtual, or if we have well, to do it virtually. You everyone have got to, social media afterwards. And yeah, now everyone. But you have to have, planners have to be more planning, you know. I mean, you have to think of every possibility, but then, then on the other hand, not knowing what, what could happen and be able to, you know, change and adapt. Planners got a plan. Yeah. Well, I know I was talking to Cody Spence, all star, and he was talking about the weddings that were postponed yeah. or canceled mm-hmm. or like, cause it, you, they got hit by two fronts is the financials yeah. have stopped for a lot of people. Yep. And then also 
the planning where they're planning to have the wedding was canceled because yep. of what was going on. Yeah. And so they had, because they, they plan their stuff out, you know, 18 months out oh, yeah. most of the time. And then, so then you think of people like the venues as far as like, okay, well, everyone's canceling in 2020. So when's your first date in 2021? Yeah. And you're Great like, well, example I don't of that. Know. Yeah. I talked to um, Ian. With, I just make it up. Right. I'd be like, yeah, it's the first of January. Yeah. That's Let's do it. Right, February right. 12th. I'm open. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're having um, Athena at Madeira States, and they've had a couple of weddings already. Um, but and I think we're going to try and talk talk to Ian and and do like a Facebook Live interview with him mm-hmm. this afternoon. Uh, actually, yeah. Oh, great! This afternoon, yeah. perfect. Um, <laughs> about like his kind of thing was not people. You know, he can handle cancellations and rescheduling like this year. But then people who are like into twenty twenty one, into twenty twenty two, and long term, what does that look like? Because some people aren't mm-hmm. doing that now. You know, so. You know, immediately that can be handled, but then what's the long-term repercussions because people are holding off who would have gotten, you know, married yeah. during during those times. And I know All-Star Catering, they're opening up to catering, you know, catering weddings and events and stuff like that. And then what are those different, you know... Can they do a buffet line because, yes. like, people will be touching the tongues and stuff? No. Yeah. So then they have to do more individually wrapped or, you know, yeah. individually, you know, sectioned things right. and stuff. Or do you... Well, even, yeah. well, I mean, that's what's so scary about a lot of the stuff is you're letting something outside control your business, which are, there's some outside yeah. controls usually, it's more but, now, for sure. but now it's like, well, the whole thing with the mask and everything with me, cause it just takes that one customer to make a stink and it could be for both things. Like, right. you know, not having one or for having one. Right. And then you're just kind of like, man, as a business, we got to figure this out because, you know, we don't want to say no to customers, right. but we also... I mean, you have to look at it. What's best for 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 your business and what's best for your customers or your members and things like that. I mean, Athena is going to look very differently than it did last year and the year before. I mean, we're going to have. And no to one's going to have their hair done or nails. It's going to be awful, right? Well, Whack. now they can. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah, yeah, now they joke. can. But I mean, like you know, social distancing. The tables gonna are going to look. The buffet is going to look different. Like there's things we have to instead of ten top yeah. tables, you have to have six top tables. Yeah, I mean, there's restrictions. Yeah. 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 So and yeah. I, I would just disregard that and have a sign that we don't care. Well, and just, you know, deal no, with we can't do right. that, Dick. Come on. Exactly. And we're, yeah, everyone's going to get sick, and then it's going to be all of the news that the, yeah. the, 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 the Congress no, chamber I'll got everybody just sick. just prove it. That's what I would say. Just prove it. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not willing to take that risk. So, Athena at your own risk. I mean, yeah. Sean doesn't care about that stuff. I don't. He doesn't. Absolutely. So. Well, that, I mean, right. that's a great point. I was saying this the other day. I'm not like a germy person who worries about germs or thinks about yeah. germs. But I'm conscious of it now, more often, mm-hmm. you know, more often. Like, I ordered this thing where it's like a little pulley thing where you can pull doors open or do it, like, when you're getting gas and stuff like that. When, when I've gotten gas before, I've never gotten a paper towel to, never oh, to pull it. the... Never thought... That stuff doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing that now. I'm putting on hand mm-hmm. sanitizer before and after. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you've are you changed and you've, got, you've adapted to that, you know? I mean, and I have been the most healthy that I've been since I've started working at the chamber. I've been there for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And this is as healthy as I've been as far as colds, anything, as far as a sniffle, anything yeah. like that. And, you know, I think it's probably something that everybody could probably do better at, even if, you know. Yeah. Well, especially when it comes to the business. Because, I mean, that's what we do. Yep. We have sanitizers. We have disinfectants. And then it's like, there's really, we don't really do anything else but talk on the radio. So yeah. I don't have to. in the long to, run, is that better for the overall health of your community? And, and, you know, I mean, try to look at the bright side of things. You know, I mean, that's all you can really do. Will this do. affect the lifespan of the average human? I think we're improving that every year, right? Pretty much. We are. I mean, it's gone from, you know, 40 or something like (laughs) that until, you know, 76, 78, that type of thing. But could it be 82 or something in the matter of a couple generations because of this massive 
attention to it. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. especially when we get injected with the, the data chip, we'll right. go up to 120. Nanoprobes. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, that happens. Exactly. But do you have down any conspiracy show, or that, is that just oh, every well, show? Well, AAA is responsible for every conspiracy in America. <laughs> AAA. Well, there's just, yeah. there, that's the most... Well, that, People don't realize AAA, the American Automobile Association, was formed two years before automobiles were for mass production on the roads. The organization so to regulate automo- automobiles was two years before <laughs> automobiles so were here. Oh, we actually had stuff. one of our earliest shows. We had <laughs> that district rep from AAA, and we warned him. It's like, we're going to go conspiracy theory on yeah, you. Oh, I'm, sure with I'm, sorry. I'm laughing, but I know y'all talking about that guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, especially here, I don't see, I don't smell anything fishy besides that, you know. You just want the tanks rolling down the streets. Dude. No, like, and oh that's. Oh, my God, no, you no, don't. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, uh, oh you don't now. Right. Because uh, Chamber's in the room. Here's the uh, question. <laughs> Are birds real? Because this is like the new I like this. thing. This Did they come from this, dinosaurs? Wait, wait, what? This what is birds? the latest and greatest. Are birds real? What do you mean? Like, are you? Of course, they're real. But are you saying that they're robotic? Are you saying? Yeah, are they robot drones? Who? Yeah, who's the one saying that when they land on? That's why they land on power lines so they can recharge. Recharge. Oh Oh, my god! People have too much time on your. Y'all have too much time on your hands. I mean, it's a real question. Go volunteer or get a job or do something. They're there to monitor the nanoprobes coming down. Go support your local restaurant today. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, walk out find your restaurant and go. Well, I want to say thanks to you guys for coming in. It's nice being a guest instead yeah. of a host so i kind of like that i want to let uh listeners know you guys will have chamber chat uh, tomorrow, tomorrow yes at 11 a.m uh, 11 here on lone star community radio and also the chamber's social media mm-hmm. uh, yeah, twitter facebook instagram linkedin and then, pinterest and youtube and then on thursday starting from eight to five i'll be yep. doing social media live posts yep. from different restaurants and catering and things around town because yep. of taste fest not happening this year yep. in uh, original in and take sense. out so yes. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I want to know people's ta- best takeout around here because takeout is such a different way. Yes. Yeah. Like, because I know some restaurants, you have to time it because, like, the I forget the what the, yeah. the, the the Mexican restaurant buys. They make it fast. So if like if I order, I got to be there right. in five minutes because yeah. if I'm not, I'm fit, you know fifteen minutes. The average yeah. is going to be cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, my favorite takeout probably because I live out in April Sound is Seven Linguas Mexican. Mm-hmm. It's always smoking hot when you can still get. Where is that located? Um, it's by. Um, it's at um, what is it? Navajo and One Hundred and Five. It's right across from April Sound, pretty okay. much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Sweet Texas Treasures, the other one that's not across the street from here. Okay. Um, Texas Mattress. There's a chiropractor and stuff in there too, but um, yeah, just okay. right there. It, it, it's my favorite Mexican go eat personally anyway, in an actual yeah. place. But I do because um, I'm I'm down south, you know. <sighs> Um, I know, um, but I do um, um, cilantro's, and I mean they're just because they're just right there next to me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been doing a lot of DoorDash, Grubhub stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just I also love Fodat, and um, what is mm-hmm. the other? Uh, Fodat. 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 Where's that located? Fodat um, is down by if you keep going past April Sound and whatnot on the right hand side. Towards Montgomery. Like, yes, yeah, so yeah. it's like a Vietnamese place and stuff with the um, like right past Shanahan's and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then also Thai Walk In is also very good. It's also right there in the same thing with uh, Seven Leguists and stuff like that. Okay. But they have really good Thai mm-hmm. food. And um, a special uh, message to every business we've mentioned today: sponsorship opportunities are available for Dick and Skippy in the mornings. Yeah, 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 and at the Conroe Chamber. Yes. Yeah, yeah them too. Sure. But <laughs> well, we got to be closing out today's show, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for and having us. I want to remind folks we will be back on Wednesday. 
Uh, we do have a special guest. We'll have Brett in the studio, Huzzah. one of our uh, local uh, commenters on Facebook, but he's a writer and very well educated, and I really like talking to him because he always knows more than me, and I'm never ashamed to ask, did I do that right? <laughs> you know what's really scary? He most knows people, more than me. I think most Well, you don't know old. anything. You're just old. Yeah, it I'm builds up. And, right, the experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're getting to that point where you don't know if it's true or not because you're losing it a little bit. So you're like, just a bit. Did that really happen? Ask him if birds are real. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, that's yeah. His first well, well, when I was a kid, they were called dinosaurs. <laughs> well, we got to ask that in a better way. Yeah. The real thing. And we threw course, rocks at them. It's got to be like, are they, you know, are they robots? Because, of course, they're real. Everyone knows and sees them, right? No, they're little. Upside down W's that Bob Ross paints. And there you go. Heaven, Happy little clouds. From heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Think and skip you in the mornings. <laughs> we'll see you guys later on Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoy today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.